the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Go to southwestpos.com. If you have a grocery store, liquor store, small business, and you're having trouble with cashiers and you're having labor costs are going sky high, well, jump on board with Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco and go self-checkout. Let uh, Mark or Jeff come out, check out your facility, and if their system works in your system, that's cheaper than a cash register. And you can do uh, meat and produce scales as well. Go to southwestpointofsale.com. But the best news, seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. That's right. When you're open, they're open. San Diego Propane, if you live in East County and you're lucky enough, Dave and his family will give you screaming deals on propane service. Uh, they'll come out to your home. They'll give it a safety inspection for other forms of safety like uh, you know propane and gases and you name it. They know more about it than I do. That's sd-propane.com, 619-460-1705. Call them and tell them that Dave sent you. And they will take care of you. Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you're building a car, selling a car, or need your car service, Hot Rods and Custom Stuff is the place to go. HotRodsCustomStuff.com, 760-745-1170. Building a man cage or a she shed. They've got automotive parts and pieces that will tickle your fancy. All right, hey, I was talking to Tom Strickler, Vice President of Substantial, uh, sub, sub, I can't say it. Sustainability. Sustainability. I know that was a toughie for Toyota. I don't get Toyota interviews very interview, very often, but you're going to love this one. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, I got a great interview for you. I got Tom Strickler. He's a Group Vice President of Sustainable and Regulatory Affairs. He's got a very big business card, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Toyota is doing with their sustainability efforts. Tom, welcome to the show. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So what are you guys doing at the Toyota world to uh, address these issues? Well, so uh, first of all, uh, I love working for a company that really embraces sustainability as part of the core of who we are as a company. We have been managing uh, sustainability issues for multiple decades. Uh, We Throughout our North American and global enterprise, we developed a uh, North American environmental action plan 
every five years. And we are on our seventh five-year action plan. So for the past 35 years, we've been setting goals and targets across our organization from our operations, our logistics, our dealers, uh, and the vehicles that we sell to uh, to basically be able to manage and uh, track and then report to the public on our website the progress that we're making towards all of our goals. So it's, uh, it's a company that's really rooted in trying to do what's right for the communities in which we operate, and uh, it's, a, it's a great place to work. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. And, you know, you guys are, I mean, outside of GM with their little EV1 back in the 90s, I think with the Toyota uh, Prius is where your where your adventure started and is still continuing on. We've got personally, I forgot to mention, we have a 2012 Prius V that my wife's got 227,000 miles on it and drives the wheels off that thing. And she's very awesome. upset with you guys because you're not building another V. But I told her not to worry, and you're one of the very few companies that if this battery on the Prius V goes bad, it's very affordable, not like your competition, because some of those batteries are stupid money. So I, you're st- I personally think the, 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 the hybrid's the way to go until we get a better, you know, better handle on electric vehicles. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. We're getting good range. People just need to know how to drive them, and, and I know you're looking at that as well. But you're all, from a sustainability aspect of it, you're also looking about once that car no longer is on the road, are the components, you know, can you recycle them? Isn't that kind of where you're at as well? It is. And, you know, we're not alone in that, Dave, of course. I mean, the, the entire industry is moving towards electrification of one form or another. And as you mentioned, we have a long history in the hybrid sector. And one of the great things about that, um, that history is we've learned a lot about what it takes to get consumers interested in the vehicles. It's one thing to have regulators, I'm a former regulator, interested in vehicles or policymakers interested in vehicles. It's another thing to have consumers interested in vehicles. And hybrid vehicles and plug-in hybrid vehicles and battery electric vehicles all have a place. But one of the things, one of the reasons we like what we call the portfolio approach is it provides lower carbon options for every market segment. I mean, we have uh, like 36% so far this year of all the vehicles we've sold in the U.S. are electrified in one way, shape, or form. And so we have vehicles in every segment that consumers can buy at different price points. Some of them want a pure battery electric vehicle. We offer the Lexus RZ. We offer the Toyota BZ4X now. We have plug-in hybrids. We have hybrid electric vehicles, 20 or so of those models. And in California, we sell the Mirai hydrogen fuel cell. So, you know, we really think that, that there's uncertainty, as you said, in terms of how all this is going to play out over the next, let's say, 10 years. And the solution to uncertainty is diversity, and we've got it. Yeah, I totally 100% agree with it. Uh, and I tell people all the time, because I, I mean, I'm kind of the car guy, so everybody calls me up. I'm thinking about getting an electric car. Which one would you recommend? I go, well, before you get a full-blown electric vehicle, you got to get your house in order. And they go, what do you mean? I mean, you just can't plug these these electric cars into a 110 and expect it to, to fulfill your needs. You've got to get solar panels. You've got to get a backup battery. 
I mean, you've got to know, you know, you've got, it's got to be a package deal. And I told him, I said, and, and the car manufacturers are working with people. They're selling the, you know, the chargers along with, with the vehicle. So it's all under one payment. So it's, it's more of an educational thing than it is anything. And you're right. There's nobody out there that can't say, well, does Toyota have this? Because they do. You guys are working with the trucking industry. You know, they just came out today saying they're going to put more regulations on over-the-road trucking. Well, you guys have been working with Hydrogen Electric and Kenworth and, and Peterbilt for at least, what, another eight years or so? Because I was up at the L.A. port, and we had a demonstration. And so you guys are on the cutting edge because once you start messing with the trucking industry, that's messing with our products coming to and from. And some regulations could end up costing the consumer even more if you keep putting more burdens on the trucking industry. I truly believe if they would have put the horse in front of the cart instead of behind it, we'd be so much farther ahead. You know what I mean? We should have had all our infrastructure in. We should have had all of our grids, you know, backed up. But, no, we're doing it all backwards. And our governor just told us a while back that, oh, whatever you do, if you have an electric car, don't plug it in between the hours of 4 and 6. Well, what if I'm coming home from work and I need – yeah. But, anyway, that's another story. So you guys are on the right – you guys are on the right page. You guys really are. Yeah, thanks. There's – um. I did want to mention a little bit more about some of the things we are doing in that heavy-duty trucking space. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, PACCAR, Kenworth, Peterbilt, the relationship that we have there to supply fuel cell stacks, hydrogen fuel cell stacks for those large over-the-road trucks. Now, those trucks will largely be used in shorter-distance drayage operation from the ports to the inland uh, loading depots. And, uh, you know, we, we have had a long partnership with a number of those companies and we're building, we will be building those fuel cell kits for the trucks at our Kentucky plant in Georgetown, Kentucky. And this past week, we've just announced the completion of what we're calling the TriGen facility at the Port of Long Beach. It's a partnership with Fuel Cell Energy and it's essentially a fuel cell system that uses uh, uh, green biogas applied through the state to produce uh, renewable electricity on the site, which is used by our logistics operation, and then what's not used is sold back to the grid. The, it also produces hydrogen, 1,200 kilograms a day, and that is used to fuel the Toyota Mirage that we are bringing in from Japan, the fuel cell vehicle, because, uh, of course, you can't ship them with large amounts of hydrogen. So when they come off of the, the boats at the port, we're using the, we will be using the hydrogen from that facility to fuel the vehicles to get them to the dealers. And then anytime you run a fuel cell, you produce potable water. Uh, that's the only emission from running a, a hydrogen fuel cell. And then we're using that water to about 1,400 gallons a day to wash the vehicles. You know, people don't think about it, but every ship that comes off a boat before it goes to the dealer has to get washed. That's a lot of water. So we're producing our own water to be able to do that. So that's why we call it TriGen. We're producing electricity, green electricity, green hydrogen, and clean water. Wow. All right, so we're almost at the end of the interview, unfortunately. I mean, I could... We could talk and talk and talk and talk, but we'll talk about where, where's the website in the Toyota group that people that are interested in, in the sustainability and, 
and where where would they go? They would go to www.toyota slash environment. And, you know, you'll be able to see our, our environmental action plan, all of our goals and targets across the enterprise and all of the efforts that we're making. And, hey, some areas where we don't always achieve everything that we try to set out to do, and we're transparent about that. But, um, you know, it's uh, a lot of great information there for people who are interested. Well, I'm going to stay in touch with Josh because I'm going to, you know, periodically give you a ring and, and and keep because people need to be educated. If they're not educated, they're not they're not going to make the right decision. So, you're you're a great resource, and I really enjoy chatting with you. And I have to tell the listeners, Toyota does have a sense of humor. And what I mean by that is when I went up to Long Beach to see the display of the the hydrogen electric combination on the tractor trailers, you know, they mm-hmm. said, "Hey, you guys all want to jump in the truck, go for a ride?" Yeah, yeah, sure, we got in. Well, if anybody's ever been in a tractor, the shifter is at least four feet tall. You guys took a Prius shifter and put it on the dash. <laughs> Little tiny Prius. And I never laughed. I looked at the truck driver and I said, seriously? He goes, yeah, I think they did it as a joke. But anyway, you guys, got, <laughs> you guys definitely have a sense of humor. Awesome. Dave, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, and I would look forward to joining you again sometime. You're going to definitely do it. And, Tom, uh, enjoy your weekend and keep those Toyotas rolling. All right. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know. FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by South Bay Auto House. Where if you have a Mercedes Benz, you're looking for a dealer alternative, 619-422-6252, 310 Trousdale Drive in lovely Chula Vista. I tell you what, the guys down there will take super good care of your you and your car if you're looking for an alternative to the dealer. Gary and Rick are awesome. Go to autohousesouthbay.com, over 25 years experience. They have their full parts department. They got everything and anything you could ever need. So check these guys out, and when you do, tell them, hey, thanks for sponsoring the show. Express Auto Service, 7633 El Boulevard. Go to com. Takes care of anything and everything in your driveway. Works on all my hot rods. Dave and Connie, family-owned and operated. Super cool. Take really good care of you. Give them a call, 619-463-1484. Hey, Kristen, it wasn't my fault. He didn't have your phone turned on. <laughs> So it's not my fault. Yeah, I, I got moved to like a watch list or something. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know how it is. Yeah, it says I'm looking at your text. I can't get through. All I told him is, this, boy, you're real lucky it wasn't Brian. Uh, no. So the weird thing was it wasn't like normal. Like I know sometimes if he has the lines locked out, I get a busy signal. But this time it was like saying your call can't be completed. Uh, so I didn't know if you guys had like a power outage. Or nah, something. you're in we Texas. Had some bad storms moved through and we had. We personally did not experience power outages, but a lot of our area did. So. Okay, so this is going to be a great interview because uh, Brendan came in, his sister's looking for three cars, and one of them was a Kia Soul. So nice. this will be an apropos interview. I have all ears on right now. All right. Uh, that's that's awesome. You know, you and I had talked when I was in the Soul, and I was saying that I think it's a vehicle that a lot of people have almost forgotten about. Uh-huh. See many on the road, and... 
I was like, I haven't driven one of these in a few years now. Um, and I don't know why, because, um, you know, anytime I get in one, I'm reminded of, of how, like, it's such a flexible vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I say that because if you've got the back seat folded down, you have over 62 feet of cargo area. <laughs> Did you believe it? Uh, it, it? It's amazing. A lot of my friends that have gone out and bought Kia Souls, I, I, I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh, a Soul? I, you know, okay, tell me why. Like, I, you know, just guessing that's not something I would have thought. And they're they're in bands and they're like you know why because i can put my guitars in here i can put my amps in here i can put all my equipment in it and i'm like okay totally makes sense you know low load floor um plenty of the cargo space and they're like and i like the way it drives one thing that kind of surprised me though is i wasn't familiar with the gt line because that's what i was in Mm. and just hearing gt line i thought oh it's going to be fast it's going to be sporty it's not really per se. Um, the GT stands for Grand Touring, and that just, I guess, kind of is their top of the line soul. So I was kind of expecting it to be, you know, um, I don't know, like a, maybe a, a, a bump up, so to speak, like have a turbo or something, um, and, and it doesn't. So that's just, I guess, I don't know, maybe it was just stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. 147 horsepower, 132 pounds feet of torque. It's easy to drive. It's got good visibility, but... Brendan. Um, and it's got, what happened? No, I just had to yell at Brendan because I have another guest downstairs and he was buried in a football game, I think. No, well, it, it, never mind. It says that she wanted to wait for the guest. Oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. Anyway, continue on. Didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's all radio. No, no worries. No worries. Um, anyways, I was saying, you know, it's got good visibility. It's, it's easy to drive. Um, it's not powerful, but it's not really meant to be powerful. It's got enough. It's, the fuel economy is phenomenal. Um, you know, the one thing I was going to say is it has a little road noise. Um, so just, you know, that's something to keep in mind. It's not a deal breaker by any means, at least for us. Um, and I like the fact that it has some kind of funky touches for the example, the dash around the speakers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, it's got what they call that sound mood lamp where the, it kind of syncs to the music and the lights will move. Um, so I, I feel like when they rolled out the soul, they were really targeting like a younger demographic, um, like a fun crowd, mm-hmm. and I feel like they've almost kind of moved away from that a little bit. Um, I think they found yeah. more and more older people buy them. Right, empty nesters even. Yeah, I know the empty nesters. It's like okay, I don't, you know, I don't need this anymore. So you know, what the heck? Well, I mean, it's a great price, right? If you get into a base soul, you're under twenty k. You can get in with one for under twenty thousand. With, and you still have that 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. This was their top of the line, and you're at 27220 uh, My neighbors have a Jeep Gladiator, and they have a Lexus SUV, and they went and bought a Kia Soul, and I was kind of surprised. I was like, hey, well, you know, why a Soul? And they said the fuel economy. Uh-huh. They said it's easy to drive, it's easy to park, and we needed to save on fuel because with this commute and, you know, fuel prices rising, we just wanted to save, and it's been phenomenal for them, so... I just think it's a funky, fun vehicle, and I would like to see them. I would love to see, like, a tuner version available, you know, like kind of a hot hatch. Um, I think that'd be fun, but maybe that's just me. It did have a wireless charger, and it's got USB, USB-C ports, which is awesome, um, plus the power moonroof and remote start, and the keyless entry is standard on the GT line. So, fun vehicle. I They, they you know, changed a little bit of the design on the exterior, but uh, – it's got room. I mean, Brian probably even fits in the soul comfortably. 
You know, I, I actually think he does. But but I but I agree I agree I totally agree with you. It's my wife's cousin has a business. I think he's got three of them that he bought for service vehicles for people to go you know rocking around. Right, and and I'm guessing that what appealed to him was the space and the fuel economy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Plus, totally. it's loaded with so many features. You know, I mean, typical Kia, right? Where it's got you know everything: the wireless charger, the USB, the US. It's got a Harman Kardon sound system. It's mm-hmm. got adaptive cruise control, heated seats, electronic parking brake. I mean, it's got, you know, a lot on there for the price tag. And anytime you can get into something starting at twenty up to 30000 especially with a 10-year, 100000 warranty, mm-hmm. um, it's almost a no-brainer. But, yeah. again, wouldn't it be cool if they had kind of a tuner version, like maybe a manual that was like a hot hatch? Or maybe if they if they introduced a turbo, I'm surprised they didn't do that. To be flat honest with you, I really was. I need to call. I have to call Mr. Bell and ask him why they're not doing that. Because I mean, look what they did with Hyundai. You got the you got the Elantra N. I mean, you got all these little Ricky Racer cars. Well, you got the Kia Stinger, which is pretty quick. So I yeah, yeah I'm kind of surprised they haven't done it either. But you know. Everybody's kind of going their own direction. They're trying to decide, you know, where they stand within the environment, green and all that jazz. Sure. Yeah. For, yeah, I just, I know. What I know. color did you, you get? Uh, you, it was Neptune blue, so it was like a bright kind of royal blue. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, it was It was nice. It was. Like I said, I, 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 even though my neighbors have bought a Kia and I've seen them zooming around in it, I just kind of had overlooked one, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of glad I have one again. But, I mean, don't you think typically when you hear GT, aren't you thinking like maybe more of a souped-up model? Yep. Or is that just me? No, I, I, yeah. that's what GT Grand Turismo is what they're supposedly stands for. What'd your kids think? They were split. My yeah, daughter was, was like, okay, I, this car is ugly. I don't like the box design. I It's trying to be cool, and it's not. Yeah. My son was like, okay, this is cool. Like, it's kind of funky fresh. And I was like, okay, funky fresh. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting. My daughter, it was, you know, but she's in that fashion trendy phase. And so boxy, I guess, is not stylish enough. Mm. Um, whereas my son was like, okay, no, I like this because it's kind of different and it kind of stands out. And, and they're, they, they're too young. They were, you know, uh, don't remember the hamsters. So I made a couple hamster jokes and they like completely went right over their head. It's funny you say that because I was at the Kia event when it, when that car came out and they had a mannequin of a car, I guess it's a cardboard cutout of the, of the, uh, hamster. So I took my picture next to it and that was my screenshot on, uh, uh LinkedIn. I just yeah. finally got rid of it because I don't think anybody knew what the heck I was standing there next to. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that cardboard cutout. I remember, yeah. as a matter of fact, I was trying to take a selfie, and I think I knocked it over by accident. But yeah, Why that, does that, that not surprise me? I mean, you know. I know. All right. Well, what were the pricing again? Because they're really inexpensive. Um, yeah, you can get a base model for around 20000 and this one topped out a little over 27000 wow. So it's not bad at all. And the money that you save at the pump, I oh. mean. Without a ten year hundred thousand mile, five year sixty, buy the service contract. It's guaranteed for ten year hundred thousand. And if your kid can't get out of college in ten years or hundred thousand, they should pay double. Well, isn't it great that you can put a kid in a twenty thousand R V and know that it has all the safety features to keep yeah. them safe? 
Exactly. That's what I try. I mean, I do it on every time I have it, either if I'm reviewing it on radio or TV, I bring that up. I don't care if the kid says he wants a Mustang GTD. Makes no difference unless you're writing a check. You're in a Kia. But everybody I know that I've talked into Kias love the Kias. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, without um, a doubt. Sure. I, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like the um, uh, underdog, or at least were. Yeah. I think they've grown so much in popularity now. But, yeah, yeah. I, I always that's one of the things I always ask somebody when they're like, oh, I'm considering this and I'm considering that. And I'm like, why did you leave Kia out of your list? And they're like, oh, I forget about Kia. And I'm like, no, don't, <laughs> don't forget about Kia. Absolutely. All right, kiddo, hope you're, uh, it's not too hot where you're at or it's not raining. We, dude, cold front, 92 degrees. Cold front. <laughs> it is. This is. We finally. I. My. What I have heard. Breaking news. Yeah. We have dropped below the triple digits in Texas, and we are done with them for this year. Now let's see if that holds. We're never going to make you a weather girl. <laughs> it's never going to happen. I'll hey, stick with cars and, and bourbon. How do they follow you? FocusDailyNews.com or uh, find us on Facebook. On uh, you ought to know. All right. Give the family a hug. Hope Marlon's doing well. Thanks, Dave. Talk to you soon. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Brian Armstead's in the wings, and he has got a hot rod to talk about. I actually have to look it up because I forgot to write it down, but I got a sneaky feeling it's going to be something you like, and that would be the Jeep Willys 4xe. That is the rave of the Jeep. Let's see how far he got on electric. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Bumper Doc Santee. Scratches, dings, and dents. Go to BumperSantiBumperDoc.com. They'll even paint the whole car. They'll do paintless dent repair. They'll do windshields, headlights, uh, they'll, I mean, headlight restoration, window tinting, 619-258-6433. And John's Automotive Care over on Riverdale Street, AAA, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, three locations. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. And when you stop in, tell them thanks for supporting. You ought to know. 619-280-9315. Hey, Brian. How's it going, buddy? I'm great, Dave. How are you? Living the dream. Are you are you getting rain back there? I think I heard something that you were getting a few drops. Yeah, but it's, it's a bright, sunny sky now. Oh. The temperature has fallen to a mere 76 degrees. Wow. Which means I might shut the air conditioner down tonight and uh, get a little cool air blowing through the house, mm. a little fresh air. You know? Yeah, but it's all good, man. First day of the NFL season, I'm excited. You know, Brendan's team's won, my team won, so every, everything's rosy. And it couldn't be better, you know, when you have access to a 2024 Jeep Wrangler Willys 4xE. So what do you think of that? 4xE, I like it, Dave. I really do. I, you know, for me, the rush to electrification is a is a, um, a it's what is the uh, the march where people walk to their death? <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think that the, the companies that offer plug-in hybrids, to me, and this is just Brian Armstead's little personal opinion, all six foot down of it. 
I think the plug-in hybrid is the way to go until we can build out the infrastructure required for the, the amount of kilowatt hours that are going to be necessary to feed all the all the cars that car companies like Volvo and Mercedes oh and Audi and BMW are determined to force upon the market by 2030, 2035. Oh, yeah. General Motors has, uh, I, I forgot what their numbers are, and I, I don't know the exact numbers for Stellantis, but, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago uh, when I had that uh, Challenger, uh, you know, red-eye, uh, black, whatever it was, it, the amazing car, I think black ghost, black demon, black something or the other. Um, you know, they're they're face, those those are the last muscle yeah. cars from the Brotherhood of Muscle. I know, I'm driving so, a black uh, ghost. You know, I'm driving a black ghost right yeah. now with a white tail stripe and an alligator roof. Three hundred gone in twenty four. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, I think that this deep four by e. You know, with the with an estimated range of about 25 miles on full full electricity, and um, and an estimated um, MPG of 49 MPG equivalent when mm-hmm. you're running in hybrid mode. You know, when you have a fully charged battery, and uh, you know you're, you're doing the, the whole hybrid thing, and it's a great option. And I mean, it's just and just because it's a hybrid doesn't mean that this is not a Jeep because it certainly is a Jeep. Right. Um, it uh, it's got uh, it, it, my my package. I've got the Willys package, and if you know the history of Jeep, Willys was a military vehicle that came out in 1940 mm-hmm. that uh, eventually evolved into the Jeep name being attached to these uh, multi-purpose vehicles. That Jeep stands for General. It's got it's an acronym that mm-hmm. actually I believe begins with a G, but um, it's it was it. You know, all these Jeeps got their birth as a military vehicle. And, you know, if you're a military vehicle, you need to be capable off-road. And mm-hmm. this this is a true off-roader. Uh, it's got a – I had the Willys package on mine, 4740. Mm-hmm. 410 rear axle ratio, conventional differential front axle, true lock rear axle. A Willys suspension, which got, has all kinds of goodies in it. It's got 17 by 7.5 painted black wheels, off-road, plus mode, rock protection sill rails and you know all the necessary things for the the jeep lifestyle i really love the convertible roof here and i love the fact that um it has a uh, a center kind of roll situation i don't know if it's an actual roll bar i'm actually not in the jeep right now because i had to make a delivery of a bicycle so the jeep's sitting in front of my house i'm in front of my sister's house in a honda uh, what is whatever this thing is, CRV, and I'm reaching up to the ceiling to reach for this roll bar that's not there because it's not the car, as I normally am. But you, you can actually release two clips on the front, Boom. You know, get out of the car. It's easy easy for me to push the, the uh, folding roof back, canvas roof. Yep. It's great because you get some fresh air on, on days that are not 100, uh, that are not Kristen, Kristen in, in right. Maryland weather down there in Texas. And, you know, it's just part of the whole lifestyle of being able to fold down the windshield and take off the doors and do all those things that Jeepers do. The toolkit's right in the center console. So, I mean, it's a true lifestyle vehicle. Um, But, you know, with it being lifestyle and with it having off-road capabilities and off-road tires, there's a little penalty that you pay. Like last night I was coming home from the marina 
Uh, we had a crab feast at my marina, and I'm coming home in a torrential, and I do mean torrential rainstorm. Mm. And I hit the brakes, and those all-terrain tires just did not bite. Ouch. So, um, you know, they're not designed for wet weather. They're designed for dry, right. off-road, mud, sloppy weather. Right. No, but not wet weather. So, right. you know, if you're driving a Jeep and you have all-terrain, all, you know, all, you know, all-terrain tires, just understand that all-terrain doesn't necessarily mean great wet weather on-road traction. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I was slopping around and, and, you know, in Moab and, you know, wherever, I wouldn't have had that issue. But it startled me a little bit because I wasn't expecting it. Right. And also, you know, with the, with the cloth roof, uh, it, it gets a little noisy at times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the Wrangler 4xE and the Wrangler lineup in general is not really designed for somebody who's 63 years old. I mean, I don't consider myself, you know, out, you know, in a rocking chair and not willing to have some fun. <laughs> but I, I like I like, I like, like my vehicles a little more refined. Right. And I love the Jeep. Yeah. But it's just, it's meant for a demographic that is not necessarily my demographic right. you, you know but the other thing does. you know the other thing i really like and i and, and i was waiting for you to touch yeah. on it because you know i do an off-road show and, and the people absolutely yeah. love the e because if you get into an off-road situation you can flip the truck from gas to electric because at electric the pulling power the torque oh and my the, God. The torque is unreal, and you don't know. I don't. You you're on the jury. I don't know of any other electric, you know, plug-in four by that allows you to do that outside of the Jeep. Uh, don't put me on on the spot like that, Dave. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> but, yeah, but you, you know, know. But, but but your point your point is well taken. The switch is just to the left of yeah. the steering wheel for full electric, hybrid, or you know, ice mode. So I like that. Uh, you know, and you're right. These things. These things Amazing. are just torque monsters, yeah. man. I uh, you can climb, bowl. You can you can do mo. It's trail rated. Yeah, it's, very you know, much the so. Four, the four by e, the four by e is trail rated, folks. That means that it can pass all of the Jeep tests that Jeeps are required to do to earn the special badge that makes it trail rated. Right. Uh, my tester comes in at um, sixty thousand five fifteen uh, with that, you know. Seventeen ninety five destination charge. I won't. I won't beat. Uh, I won't beat Jeep up today. I'll mm-hmm. be nice. Uh, safety group thirteen ninety five, which includes blind spot and cross path det- rear cross path detection, automatic high beam lamp control, park sense rear park assist, LED tail lamps that are very stylish. Ooh, and I love the LED headlights because they have a little horizontal bar. Mm-hmm. The uh, daytime running lights are like a the halo with the horizontal bar. It's really, really cool. Great look. Yeah. Uh, the car is silver with uh, the black wheels. Silver Zenith, Z-Y-N-I-T-H, a great way to spell Zenith. I like that. It's a clear coat exterior paint. That was a $595 option. We talked about the 4740 Willys customer preferred package. Mm-hmm. Uh, the convenience group, uh, 1995, includes heated front seats, heated steering wheel, front mm-hmm. door passive entry and lock, remote start, Universal garage door opener and uh, emergency assistance call. One of the features I like is that on the uh, you know the big center screen where you can do all your telematics and Stellantis. The Stellantis group has a great telematics uh, suite, the UConnect suite. But on the lower right hand side of all the uh, the buttons that you can push is a screen off button. And I found that coming home last night, 
you know, even I, I like my instrument cluster in front of me with the speed and gasoline and all that stuff. I like that brighter, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want my center dash. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And they have, because it's a big screen, it's a 12.3 inch screen. Yeah. And they have a, a really cool screen off button. So I like that. I like the fact that uh, they ha- have that feature on it. And, um, you know, it's it's really it's really some great stuff that that, that they're putting together. Now the four by e is part of a lineup. You got uh, several trim levels. The sport four by e comes in at forty nine nine ninety five. Um, the Willys four by e, my model, starts at fifty five three thirty. The Sahara four by e fifty seven four forty, and then the well, I thought the Rubicon 4 by e would be the big daddy of them all because it's 61-180, but no, they've got two more. The high-altitude 4 by e 66-995, and the top dog in the 4 by e lineup, the Rubicon X 4 by e at 69-680. That's the one you want if you are extreme off-roader. Right, um, and it's got all kinds of all kinds of good stuff. It's a hard top. It's not a soft top. It's mm-hmm, a hard top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got all kinds of goodies. So uh, you know, keep if you've got the money, and uh, with the, you know with that seventeen ninety five, the net price of that top dog is seventy one four seventy five. So I have to pay for a Jeep. But I mean, if if you're into that off roading lifestyle and you want the supreme vehicle. You don't need to go out and waste your money on a nope. Hummer. Nope. Buy a Jeep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Buy it'll do everything you want it to do. No problem. Exactly. And, and and you're not killing people in 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 Hyundai Elantras. Right. You know. Yeah. It's a ten thousand pound car. So uh, you know, uh, hats off to uh, to Jeep. You can go to Jeep.com and spec out your 2024 Jeep or Renegade or Grand Cherokee or Grand Wagoneer. Well, that's, they don't call the Grand Wagoneer Jeeps. No. They're, they have their own brand. But they've got some, some excellent vehicles, so hats off to Jeep. Dave, I'll be back next week uh, to talk some more goodies. Don't know what they are yet, but uh, we'll be back with something exciting next week as well. All right, buddy. Hey, always look talking to you. How do they find you around? On uh, At Road Gear Stun on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter, not Twitter, uh, Threads. And, of course, on the You Ought to Know Facebook page. Oh, and also on Instagram. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah, lots of good stuff, man. All right. Take care, and we'll talk at you down the road, folks. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, I got a really good interview with Ford on how they're extending their electric capacity. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Doc Kearney Mesa, right there on 3885 Convoy Avenue. Doc used to be Bumper Doc. Now, they are Collision Doc, and they do a whole vehicle, bumper to bumper, top to bottom, paint, you name it, they do it. Go to CollisionDoc.com, CollisionDoc.com. 858-252-7890. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. You might get a discount. All right. Did a great interview with Ford Motor Company uh, on expanding their electric platform, which I was very excited to see. 
Michael Sago. He's the Maki marketing guy. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, have I got a great interview for you? I got Michael Sago. He's the Maki marketing manager. And Ford is going to expand their electric vehicle portfolio. And I'll tell you what, folks, this is going to be a great interview if you like Rallycross. Talk to me, Michael. Well, Dave, really excited to be here with you and all of your listeners today to help write another chapter in Mustang's nearly six-decade history with the Mustang Mach-E Rally, which is our first-ever rally-inspired electric SUV. Um, and it's really taking EV performance and Mustang in a, in a whole new direction. Right. And a lot of people are saying, well, why do you need a rally? Well, that's probably the one of the best test beds for a car manufacturer, believe it or not, it's motorsports. Isn't that kind of a thinking of Ford? Yeah, no, we, we've definitely been using EV and we've been using white space thinking. So we actually have a mantra at, in our product development process today at Ford called Always On. And what we're doing is in today's age with social media, forums, we actually have a button in the vehicle where you can submit feedback to Ford. We also have data coming from the vehicles that is aggregated and anonymized that help us really give insights into our customers like never before. And we took that along with emotive spaces that Ford has played in before. As you know, we've got a long motorsports and rally heritage. We have a lot of experience with iconic nameplates with like Bronco Sport, Focus RS, Mustang Mach-E GT, and we were really able to turn out this great new product, the Mustang Mach-E Rally, from an idea on an email all the way to a prototype that you could drive in just over a year. And that, that process is usually a several-year process at, at an auto manufacturer. That is amazing. So is the Mustang Mach-E Rally, is that going to be for street drivers as well? Exactly. So one of the things that we did in our consumer benchmarking was folks really wanted this to perform well on and off-road, and we know we delivered that. One of the things, one of the choices that we made from that customer feedback was to make sure that we use MagnaRide suspension, which is going to really help in both on and off-road. So I can tell you a little bit more about just the rally in general. Were you able to, to see a picture of it yet this morning? Yes, I did. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So, so I'd love for folks to do the same, uh, but we've got really strong rally styling on this vehicle. All new fascias, fog lights, recovery point. We have Michelin Cross Climate 2 off-road tires that give it a really aggressive look. We have a rally, uh, rally spoiler, which you can see took some inspiration from the Focus RS. And we also gave this vehicle a proper lift. So uh, we raised it over 20 millimeters, uh, which also allowed for these off-road tires to even fit on the vehicle. Um, so it's really going to help for those, those customers that do want to take their, their Mustang Mach-E rally off the, off the paved road um, and help them with their outdoor adventures on the weekends. And the beauty of it is, folks, it's all covered under the Ford warranty. So you don't have to worry about having a problem. And if you've modified your, uh, your Mach-E and you have to take it someplace else, 
Ford is there for you. Sounds like a commercial. Exactly, and you know we've got our we've got our dealer network out there as well uh, it, to help help you understand how to use the vehicle um, and for all your questions in market as as well. And the the statistics on this car, man, they they have me super excited. So I'll share a couple numbers that that really stick out to me. Uh, one is the highest targeted torque ever for a Mustang Mach-E. So we are looking at at least 650 pound-feet of torque, which that's, not, that's nothing to sneeze at, as you, as you well know. We are – the current Mustang Mach-E GT Performance Edition does 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. Still working on final testing, but we're thinking that it's going to come in underneath that. <laughs> My goodness gracious. But, hey, this is what the customer wants. You know, I mean, it's not like you're just throwing it out there and making people take it. They this, they are looking for this. 100%. We think that this is going to open up electric vehicles to a, a whole new customer set that we have been getting feedback for, that adventure seeker who also prioritizes technology and, a, and an exhilarating driving experience. Well, and it keeps that Mustang flair, you know, the Bullet, the GT, uh, and uh, the GT5, all the different variations of Mustang, and everybody thought, well, now it's Mach-E, that's it, it's electric car, that's the end of it. Not so. You guys are still carrying that same mindset all the way through electric, and personally, I think you have more to work with from a performance point of view by going the electric route. Couldn't agree with you more, Dave. Uh, love love the way that you're thinking there. And, you know, also in the package of, you know, this is addition to the Mustang stable. It's not replacing anything. But right. being in, a, in an SUV five-seat package opens up Mustang and Mustang Mach-E into a whole new group of people where, where it may have not been practical before. So we're excited to share with, with even more folks than we, than we have been able to in the past. Absolutely. Uh, so it's going to hit sometime, what, uh, first of next year, 2024? Exactly. We're targeting production to begin in January of 2024 with deliveries happening shortly after. So think that you'll start seeing these on the road late Q1, early Q2. So are you going to keep production at a minimum or as the consumer requests? One thing that we did this year was we expanded our production capabilities for Mustang Mach-E. We saw such high demand for this vehicle, and we were actually having trouble keeping up. So we took a little bit of a breather early in the year in order to uh, retool the plant and expand that capability. So we think that in 2024 that – we are going to be able to meet that demand. And if, if you want a Mustang Mach-E rally, that we'll be able to, to get, get you in the driver's seat of one. So I, I think this is already going to be an answer yes. If not, I'm sure you're going to work on it. So let's say a consumer buys the Mach-E rally. Will there be an opportunity to sign up for a one-day driving school to, so that consumer can get the most out of their Mach-E in your car instead of theirs? It is definitely something that we're looking at. No, yeah. no details to share on that driving school right now. But you know, as you know, we do have an excellent Ford Performance driving program, and 
we are looking at ways for Mustang Maki to be a part. Yeah, I, it's almost a no-brainer. I mean, when you're gonna when you're gonna get somebody in this car, the last thing you want them to do is not know how to drive it, because you know as well as I do, as much technology that we have in, in the today in the Ford lineup, the more the consumer knows how to drive it, the better chances they are of telling everybody they know. And when they make that next purchase, it'll be a Ford product. Who maybe a, a mock, you know, rally double E. Who knows? I mean, the future's wide open for you guys. Well, man, this has been an awesome interview. I can't thank you enough. So, if people want to see that video that I looked at, uh, what's a good way to do it? So, if you if you go to Ford.com backslash Mustang Mach-E, you'll be able to find it. You can also find it on. Ford Motor Company's YouTube page as well. All right. Hey, stay in touch because I know this is just scratching the surface, and I know you're going to have more news to come on the new Mach-E rally. And I, I couldn't – yep, I could see what you said this morning when I first started the interview. <laughs> Living the dream, man. You really got it made. Hopefully I'll see you on a press event down the road because you're going to have to show this old guy how to drive that car. Can't wait to do it. Thanks for having me, Dave. All right. My pleasure. Have a good week. You too. Take care. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.